Welcome to the Business of Psychology podcast, the show that helps you to reach more people, help more people, and build the life you want to live by doing more than therapy. I'm going to talk to you today about why it's important to have vision in your business and why your vision needs to be congruent with everything that you do in your business. Basically, your business needs to make sense. The secret to a business that brings you fulfillment rather than burnout is congruence. It's having a vision that makes sense with all of the activities that you do in your business. If your business gives you the life that you want to live and it fulfills you professionally, you're not going to burn out. We need to be very clear on what we want from our business, the change that we want it to make in the world and the change that we want it to make in our lives. And that's what I call your vision. We also need to be really clear on the people that we want to be in our businesses. Who do you want to be when you show up for work every day? You know, actually, that stands for whether this is your business or whether it's an employed role. Who do you want to be in that role? And then you have to build a business that allows you to be that kind of person. And that's your values. And then finally, you've got to decide on activities to do in your business that make sense with both the vision and the person that you want to be. And that is your mission. So in a way, your mission is the vehicle that takes you towards your vision while allowing you to be the person that you want to be. In private practice, that can be really difficult for two reasons. Firstly, because we have all of these mindset gremlins that convince us that any time that we indulge in thinking about something as big and grand as a vision or the change that we want to see in the world, that we're being really arrogant, that you know we're an imposter, uh, that we've got no right to be thinking big like that. I know that was the biggest problem for me uh, because I only really got clear on my vision in my business about a year ago. Um, and so that holds us back a lot of the time. We also often get held back uh, by the fact that we're scared and we're scared of not having enough work. So we can jump in in private practice and take every referral that comes along, whether or not it actually fits with what we want from our business. And then we can end up on this hamster wheel where we're working really, really hard, but we've totally lost sight of why we started up in private practice in the first place. And again, that's something that I've fallen foul of um, in the business world, but it's also really easy to do in an employed position. Like if you've ever been in a job for a long period of time, um, found yourself really comfortable and woken up one day and realized that you've not thought about why you're in that job or whether it actually brings you the fulfillment that you want in life for a really long time. And you're certainly not alone. I think that's happened to nearly all of us at some point in our career. So in this episode, I just want to talk you through some definitions that you need to have clear in your business plan before you set out and do anything as concrete as setting goals. One of my pet peeves is goal setting when you're not clear on your vision because it just leads to loads of action steps and hard work that aren't going to lead you to where you want to go. Ultimately, that's why most people give up on their goals because they don't actually fit with the vision they've got for either their business, their career or their life. Something doesn't fit somewhere along the lines um, and that just sets you up for failure. 
if you don't fail and you do achieve those goals, there is nothing more depressing than at the end of the year being like, yes, I did all of that and I still hate my life. (laughs) And probably sounds a bit extreme. Um, But that really is um, just, you know, a lot of wasted effort. So let's have a think about the key definitions here. So vision, let's dig into that. What is the change in the world that you want to create with either your employed work as a psychologist or therapist or with your private practice? Be grand. Let yourself think, um, you know, what would the world be like if your business was wildly successful? How would the world be different? Let your mind run riot. And then, crucially, don't miss this step. Think about how your life would be tangibly different. What would look different about your life and your family life? How would life be different for the people that you care about if your business was really successful? And go as long-term as you want here. I have always had a problem with long-term thinking. Anyone who knows me in my personal life knows that really I don't think, naturally I don't think beyond the next month or so. If I force myself and it's a bit like pulling teeth, I might manage to think a year or so ahead, but I'm actually really bad at long-term thinking. Um, so it took some massive mindset work and help from my coach to sit down and be like, what do I want in 10 years time. But that's what I had to do to get clear on my vision for psychology business school and do more than therapy. I had to think long term like that to get that vision really clear. So let yourself do that. Let yourself think big, think grand, think long term. Secondly, now you need to think about your values. You need to think, how do you want to be in your business and who do you want to be in your personal life? What are the qualities that you want to show up with every day in your life? Because if you don't know that, then you might well design something that doesn't allow you to be that person. For example, it's really important to me because of the stage of life that I'm at at the moment, it is really important that any private practice that I design allows me to be as present and engaged with my kids as possible and there are certain indicators that I use to assess whether I'm being as engaged as a parent as I want to be but they'll be different for everybody and but it is really important that I don't design something that means that my mind is always going to be elsewhere whenever I'm with them and that's a mistake that I made so As some of you will know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, when I started up my practice, my specialism was trauma, specifically birth trauma. Um, And I was doing a lot of work with quite traumatized people. And as a lot of you listening to this will know, that occupies an awful lot of your headspace, especially because I was undercharging. So I was seeing too many people. Um, And it meant that when things were tricky at home, when my kids were going through something difficult, I found it very, very hard to be as in the room with them as I wanted to be. That was something I had to face up to and I've had to change and I've had to change my specialism. Even though I love that kind of work, it does not fit with the person that I want and need to be right now. That was really painful and it still feels raw and it's been quite a long transition for me uh, but that is something that I just had to face up to that the way I was running my practice didn't fit with my values so I've had to change that and your values will dictate a lot of the decisions that you make in your business like who you hire for example whether you go for the cheapest option or whether you pay slightly more um, 
for somebody with more experience or somebody, say, who's in the UK, all of these decisions, they are values-based decisions. And if you don't know exactly what they are, it's very difficult to move forward in your business. Finally, your mission. You need to know what vehicle you're going to use to get you where you want to go. And the way that I think about this is each project uh, that I work on in my business is a separate mission. Um, So it's just the vehicle that you're using right now. So say you've got a vision that you want to... I don't know, something really big. Well, part of my vision, I suppose, is to change the way that mental health is talked about by your average person in in the UK. Now, obviously, that's a massive mission. I wouldn't say that any one of my projects is going to achieve that, but each project is a step towards it. So, for example, one project I might be working on um, is to create some training videos for some local businesses around mental health and mental health in the workplace. That would be a specific mission that is taking me towards my overall vision. So it may be that your practice has several projects within its mission at any one time, or it may be that you've just got one. Um, So it might be that you've got a private practice where the only vehicle, the only mission um, is to deliver therapy to a certain number of people per month. That is a completely legitimate and awesome mission. Um, Or it may be that like me, you've got a couple of different projects within that mission. But basically, the mission is the vehicle that you're using to take you towards your vision. And it will change and evolve over time. Now, only after you have thought through all of those things and got really clear on them, only then are you allowed to set any goals. And that's where your smart goals come in. And I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you don't need me to talk to you about smart goals, particularly. Um, I am going to include a bit of information about that in the show notes for this episode. Um, If you listen to it on the podcast, if you're watching this on social media, I'll create another post about smart goals because they are brilliant and such an important framework for goal setting. But honestly, I think most of us, we don't have a problem with goal setting. We know very well how to set goals that are specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and time bound. What we get wrong is making sure that those goals actually take us somewhere that we want to go. And if I could give you one piece of advice, um, one piece of advice for 2021, it would be to focus on your vision, your values and your mission before you put any pen to paper and putting down any goals for yourself to achieve. Um, So I hope that that's been helpful. You might find that you have some mindset barriers that pop up around this issue, particularly when you're thinking big about your vision. If you do, just notice them and make a note of them and think about how you might help a client to overcome those kind of barriers. Typical ones include thoughts um, that are very difficult to see past, Um, you know, maybe sort of rules or stories about ourselves, which are very difficult to see around, Um, and feelings that we really don't like to tolerate. Um, So feeling vulnerable. It feels very vulnerable when you start dreaming big. Um, It feels incredibly vulnerable to admit that to other people. Um, 
So just notice if there's anything coming up that you might be avoiding or struggling to deal with and do consider reaching out to see a coach if you notice that that is coming up for you. It's been really transformative for me to get some of those issues out there and talk them through um, with my coach and um, it's also something that you could access to do modern therapy community for so if you're a member of psychology business school um, or if you're in the do modern therapy members group this is something that you could bring to an office hour or a peer supervision and we could talk about in a bit more depth Um, or if you're in the wider do modern therapy facebook group Obviously, it's a bit scarier to put something out into a really big group like that. Um, But this is the kind of thing that we all go through. So reach out and get support from other people who know exactly what it's like to feel vulnerable. We all know what it's like to feel vulnerable. So don't suffer with it on your own. Reach out and talk about it. And we will help ourselves to achieve more, get clearer on our vision and make sure that everything we do in 2021 is moving us towards the vision that we've got for ourselves and for our practices. Before you go, I just wanted to check something out with you because I don't know if this is just me, but do you sometimes wake up at two o'clock in the morning worried that you've made a terrible error that's going to bring professional ruin upon you and disgrace your family? (laughs) I'm laughing now, but when I first set up in private practice, I was completely terrified that I'd miss something really big when I was setting up my insurance or data protection practices. Even now, three years in, I sometimes catch myself wondering if I've really covered all the bases properly. And it's hard, no, actually it's impossible, to think creatively and have the impact you should be having in your practice if you aren't confident that you have a secure business underneath you. But it can be really overwhelming to figure out exactly what you need to prioritise before those clients start coming in. So I've created a free checklist plus resources list to take the thinking out of it. Tick off every box and you can see your clients confident in the knowledge that you have everything in place for your security and theirs. You can download it now from psychologist.drosie.co.uk forward slash client hyphen checklist and the link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Business of Psychology podcast. If you share my passion for doing more than therapy, then make sure you come over and join my free Do More Than Therapy Facebook community, where you can work on getting your big ideas off the ground with like-minded psychologists and therapists. I'd also love it if you could leave this show a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will help more of the people who need it to find it. See you next week for more tips and inspirational stories to help you do more than therapy.